this ASN Kidney 360 podcast. I am Molly Fisher, Assistant Professor of Medicine at Montefiore Medical Center and Albert Einstein College of Medicine in Bronx, New York. I'm joined by my colleague, Milagros Yunez, Assistant Professor of Medicine at Montefiore. Hi, Molly. Nice to be here. Today, we will discuss our study entitled Chronic Hemodialysis Patients Hospitalized with COVID-19 Short-Term Outcomes in Bronx, New York, published in Kidney 360 this August. Can you briefly describe your study population? So Montefiore Health System is the largest hospital system in the Bronx to provide care to patients hospitalized with COVID-19. The racial ethnic background of the Bronx population is predominantly minority, consisting of mostly Black and Hispanic patients. In our study of 114 chronic hemodialysis patients hospitalized with COVID-19, the median age was 64 years, 61% were men, and 89% self-reported their race or ethnicity as Black or Hispanic. The most common comorbidities in our population were hypertension, diabetes, and cardiovascular disease. Additionally, 30% of our cohort were nursing home residents. Tell me, Milagros, what were the major clinical outcomes observed in your chronic hemodialysis patients hospitalized with COVID-19? The major clinical outcomes we evaluated in our study included the need for intensive care unit admission, mechanical ventilation, and in-hospital mortality. We found that ICU admission was required in 13% of the patients and that 16.7% require mechanical ventilation. In-hospital death occurred in 28% of our cohort. We observed very high death rates of 87% in those requiring ICU admission and 95% in those who require mechanical ventilation. Molly, it appears that five patients received mechanical ventilation on the floor. Was this due to a shortage of ICU beds, and how were these patients managed? So five patients decompensated requiring mechanical ventilation on a COVID-19 designated medical floor. These patients were hemodynamically stable and managed by hospitalists and respiratory therapists with oversight from critical care medicine. Shortly after intubation, family discussions led to withdrawal of care and terminal extubation in three of these patients. The other two patients went into cardiac arrest shortly after intubation and expired. So, Milagros, what thrombotic events were observed in your study population and how were those patients managed? Nearly all patients in our cohort were placed on prophylactic anticoagulation with apixaban or heparin due to the hypercoagulable state associated with COVID-19. Despite this, we observed eight thrombotic events in our cohort. Five of these were due to circuit clotting on hemodialysis or due to dialysis access thrombosis. The patients who developed circuit clotting on hemodialysis were given IV heparin during their treatments. Those who, who thrombosed their AV fistulas were managed with temporary access placement with a central vein catheter and then underwent AV fistula declotting by interventional radiology. Two patients experienced a DVT and one patient developed splenic infarcts. These patients were all managed with therapeutic anticoagulation. What admissions laboratory values were evaluated and associated with mortality in your study population? So one proposed mechanism of COVID-19 leading to severe illness and death is a robust immune response leading to cytokine storm. We found that initial laboratory values of the inflammatory markers procalcitonin, ferritin, lactate dehydrogenase, and C-reactive protein were associated with in-hospital death. These findings suggest that despite being immunosuppressed, chronic dialysis patients are able to mount an immune response to COVID-19 and, and elevated inflammatory markers or increasing trends in these markers may be predictive of in-hospital mortality. 
So to conclude, short-term mortality in chronic hemodialysis patients hospitalized with COVID-19 was high. Outcomes in those requiring ICU and mechanical ventilation were poor, highlighting the importance of end-of-life discussions and advanced care planning in end-stage kidney disease patients hospitalized with severe COVID-19. Thank you for joining us for this Kidney 360 podcast. This podcast is copyrighted by the American Society of Nephrology. All rights reserved. All content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice. This podcast should not be used in a medical emergency or for the diagnosis or treatment of any medical condition. Please consult your doctor or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions about any medical condition or before taking any drug, changing your diet, or commencing or discontinuing any course of treatment. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the American Society of Nephrology.